why are we spending so much time, energy, and money on animals when there's so many people that also need help? They do. The, the needs are great yeah. for both the animals and people. Mm -hmm. uh, but we don't see that there's any need to uh, discard animals mm -hmm. simply because they were born. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's pretty simple. Well, and what I've thought about on this topic is that pets give back to humans in a way that you just can't truly appreciate unless you own pets. I am so glad right? that you said that. They give back more, just much more than you right. can possibly give them. Welcome to the Nick Fong Podcast. As the broker and owner of Ronaval Real Estate, Nick has spent nearly 20 years in Baja, California, sir. And in this podcast, he'll be talking everything Baja, from food and culture to real estate and property management. And now, here's your host, Nick Fong. All right. So we get asked from time to time by clients, what do or what opportunities are there for us to give back to the community of Baja Sur, Los Cabos? And today our guest is Cereza, who is going to tell us about how she is giving back and the foundation that she's involved in. So welcome Cereza Sherry. Correct. Thank you so much, Nick. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I'm glad that you're joining us because Rocio and I met you probably over a month ago. Yes. And we were looking for ways that us as a company could start giving back in more ways than what we have in the past, which is giving to single mothers in the community. Um, we're passionate about our pets. And so we reached out to the Los Cabos Humane Society. And lo and behold, you came to our office and we're now um, helping the Los Cabos Humane Society. When did you get involved with it? A long time ago. Uh, I first became involved in 2009. And I was doing fundraising and mm -hmm. ticket sales and auction, find, auction item finding. And uh, a little website work as well. And that just kept growing. And now I still take care of the website. Mm -hmm. And then I'm out there talking to businesses <laughs> like yours. Yeah. Uh, I also respond to all of the communications that come in uh, from our Facebook page, mm -hmm. from Messenger, from wherever. Right. In Spanish and in English. Okay. And um, what else can I tell you about that? Basically, um, walking the dogs right. every week, taking care of the cats, yeah. socializing them. What got you involved in, it in 2009? You know, it's been a while and I don't even remember why, but I love animals. Mm -hmm. And the Los Cabos Humane Society back then was one of the only places that uh, was taking care of the animals. Los Cabos Humane Society has been uh, servicing our community for over 30 years. So it was an easy fit. 
and they welcomed all help, as we still do. How many, no, you're just a volunteer yes. with the Los Cabos Humane Society, and you are involved with a lot of things around the helping of animals, both yes. cats and dogs. Are you helping other animals other than cats and dogs? That's our focus. Okay. That's what that's what we do there. All right. And what kind of programs are you guys running? We are. We started in October of this year a program called Veterinario en tu Colonia, okay. where we go out to the colonias with the most need in our community, the people who can't get to a veterinarian who have pets. Mm -hmm. And we have low-cost 50 peso consultations and low-cost sterilizations. That is the focus of what we do. Out in the barrios, también, we put, uh, we we give vaccines Mm -hmm. and have um, just basic consultations uh, in order to help the people take care of their pets. Mm-hmm. And what we do, which is very unusual down here, is when we do the sterilizations, we do them with um, dissolvable sutures so that people don't have to miss more work coming right. back to remove. To, to remove the sutures because they're already losing time. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody here pretty much works, and it's very difficult for them to take time off. Why, as a community in Los Cabos, is it important to have that program? Uh, great question. There's an estimated 50,000 street homeless, sick, unwanted animals roaming the streets in Los Cabos. 50,000. 50,000. I know, still it's to hard this, to believe. Still to this day, even with the efforts that... Well, what's happened is we have gone from, what, 20,000 population back in the 90s mm-hmm. to over 300,000. Yeah. So along with that, regardless of all of the efforts that we have made, there's more and more people coming in, bringing more and more animals. That's, yeah. And that's what's happening. And there are more and more organizations as well, which is good news. Right. Okay, so... That's a great program, and in English, more or less, it's translated to a vet in the... A vet in your neighborhood. Right. So they don't have to come in to us, they, if, and most of them cannot come in right. to us, and very low cost. How is that low cost accomplished? Because the costs are actually far more than that. Far more than that. And so we look to our community and our visitors here mm-hmm. to donate, to make donations of cash, food, supplies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do not get any support from the government. There is no support here. Mm-hmm. And so we rely completely on, on our supporters. Got it. And you mentioned it is an organization that's been around for 30 years how did it originally get started? Do you know the history yes. of that? And this is really interesting as well. Um, there were a group of ladies uh, in Cabo San Lucas who recognized the need. I heard Barbara is one of them. Barbara is not only one of them, but Barbara is turning 90. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> so did you know this, that Barbara Cooperman uh, 
we used to work together and she was my assistant like a decade ago. No, I didn't. You didn't know? Yeah, isn't it crazy? Yeah. And so when she found out that Rocio and I are getting involved, she sent us an email and it was amazing. And that was just wonderful. So Barbara, Joni Feinstein, being another one, Uh uh, were some of the original, uh, the founders of the Cabo Humane Society. And somehow... Uh, they managed to talk to the Coppell family mm-hmm. and get our land that the shelter now sits on donated. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And so Barbara, as I said, turning 90 now, has come back to the Humane Society after somewhat of a hiatus. Uh-huh. And she is now back on the board and doing amazing things. We should have asked her to be in this podcast, Next right? Time. Next time. Next time we bring Barbara. Excellent. And okay, so what other programs are you currently running and hoping to start running? Well, right now uh, we have the shelter, mm-hmm. of course. And we have at any given time anywhere around 40 animals mm-hmm. um, that are adoptable and some that are not. And we have to, um, because of our name, the, the Los Cabos Humane Society, a lot of people think that we are responsible for uh, taking care of all of the animals right. in Los Cabos. And unfortunately, we'd love to. But we just can't do that. Mm -hmm. So we do what we can by focusing on sterilizations and education. So we have a director of education that brings uh, students into the shelter. We also um, have the shelter open for students who need to to complete their community service. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they so they are able to do their hours and learn about animal care mm-hmm. and help us mm-hmm. with the uh, chores that are at the, uh, the shelter. There are only, I believe, six staff employees. That's it. Everybody else is an is a volunteer. And if you were to estimate how many volunteers get involved every year, oh, that's. There's a core group mm-hmm. that we call the advisory board, mm-hmm. and there are six of us, and then we have hundreds of people, not only that live here, but that are visiting here, and they come and they call and they say, can we come and walk the dogs or socialize with the cats? So we also keep a database uh-huh. of those people and rely on them to come in and help right. us, and they do, right. At, but... We always need more, especially starting this time of the year, because as you know, Nick, this is the time of the year when our population, our Canadians and Americans, friends that are part-timers, start heading back north. Right. And so we are left with fewer people. So we really need more assistance, more help. What, what have you seen trend-wise? with the homeless animals in Los Cabos since the first time you got involved in 2009 to now in 2023? When I first got involved in 2009, I was not involved much with the shelter itself, so Mm. I don't have a lot of background Mm -hmm. as to what it was back then. All I can tell you right now is that a day does not go by where we are not called in 
for help. So someone sees a dog or a cat that is homeless on the street, maybe injured even? All of the above. Right. And unfortunately, because we have such a small staff, we can't go out mm -hmm. and help them. Yep. And this is a very unfortunate situation. We can only take, we can only um, offer them a place on our waiting list. Yeah. That's all we can do. It's unfortunate. Wow. Hey, thanks for being a part of the Nick Fong podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest updates. And if you're watching this on our social channels, please like and share. And if you want to be featured or you want me to talk on a certain topic, food, activities, culture, real estate in the Baja, drop a comment. We were brainstorming, was it last week that we met at Rocio's office? Yes. One or two weeks ago. And you had your list of things yes. and you're like, so if we're going to start working together, here's what we'd like. And so run through that list and I'm going to try to remember some of the items because our viewers, our listeners, they, most of them want to get involved and they just don't know how. Well, so. I, I, I looked at the list before I came here. So um, one of the things that we're working on, and we have to come up with the logistics, but uh, but uh, for us to bring animals here, mm -hmm. uh, uh, I think we said once a week or once a month. I don't remember what that was. And um, uh, the adoptable animals yeah. and have them shown yeah. uh, by your kind agents that yeah. will sit and have coffee and show off absolutely. the animals. Absolutely. Right. So we can definitely organize that. And we already talked to our management and we're going to organize. I think what makes the most sense is someone from our office come and pick up a pet. Yes. And then bring them to our office. And if you're a real estate office or you're a place of business where there's a lot of traffic, this is a great way that you can give back and it's just time. It's not... It it's it, not it money. Is, it's just your it's time. not time. No, and we do and we do ask for in kind. We yep. it's not just money. Right. It's actually you got to put some Sweat. put some of yourself yes into it. And that's what um, you know uh, Rocio and I want to do more of because giving money is one thing, and obviously everyone needs money to operate. But the time and that's where I think the person giving gets more back. There's no question right? about that. I can't tell you how how happy we are when we have adoptions. Mm -hmm. And um, we do not only local adoptions, which is the majority mm -hmm. of the op adoptions that we do, but we also have visitors coming down, falling in love with yeah. an animal, and then we make arrangements. We do everything we can to get that uh, pet, a dog or a cat, back to where they need to go, whether it's with those people. Mm -hmm. And if they can't take them, then we try to find escorts for them. Yes. And uh, so we, we try to work An that. Another great idea that I remember us talking about was um, because us as a company, we do a lot of events. And so to feature the Humane Society along the side of events, it's a great way, once again, 
for dogs and cats to get adopted and also to fundraise. Exactly. Both things. And we really appreciate that. And so we're looking forward to... Actually, we have an event Friday. What? <laughs> we'll have to figure that one out. Uh, well, we will figure that okay. one out. We'll right. figure it out. And we'll have more coming in the next, well, throughout the year. Wonderful. You know, so, But aside from that, the Los Cabos Humane Society also does events, right? Yes, we do. What are some of the events that you guys do throughout the year? Um, since COVID, mm -hmm. it's been very difficult for us. And in December, we had our first fundraiser, which is the annual golf tournament, yeah. Paws and Claws. And that's a favorite. And that was a sellout. And we had a great time. And we even had one uh, injured, very injured animal uh, that we were called on to help. And we did. There are some cases where you just can't say no. Mm -hmm. And um, amazingly, a woman whose sister is a neurosurgeon for pets. <laughs> Are you serious? I am serious. Uh, got this animal that had been run over, and I can't even tell you what condition this poor thing was in when we found it. Um, got it up to the States, and um, we did surgery down here. Surgery mm -hmm. was done here, and we used our funds to do that. Mm -hmm. But we didn't have what this animal needed. Mm -hmm. The animal was brought back up to the States, has had additional surgery, mm -hmm. and is now just waiting to recover from his last, we hope, surgery, and already has a home waiting for him. Wow. That's I amazing. know. It's, it's fabulous. So we're happy. So, Sherry... That, and that's one. So, that, and then one of many, right? When it, well, that the, there's uh, the fundraisers that we have. We just had one last week, mm -hmm. um, and that was uh, thanks to the Sunrider Tours. Right. Uh, they they graciously opened up their beautiful catamaran and provided uh, the food and mm -hmm. entertainment, and again a sellout, amazing. and we raised about fifteen thousand dollars. Oh, which, by the way, it sounds like a lot, but our expenses are about twenty thousand U.S. dollars a month. A month, right? And that's a non-for-profit, so it's not like people are making money. It's no one just is to making keep money. Keep the lights on. Yes, exactly. Buy the medications, mm -hmm. um, do the testing, do the vaccines, buy the food, pay the staff, do the utilities. It goes on and on. And to subsidize that program you mentioned earlier, which is only fifty pesos. For people pesos. to come to you to spade and neuter. Oh, 50, uh, the 50 pesos for a consultation, okay. which for people who don't know the pesos, that's $2.50. Try to get a vet to do, look at your pet for $2.50. Come to your house, right? Like a house visit. <laughs> like a house visit. Uh -huh. it, it's true. It's true. exactly what it gas, is. The way gas is. Exactly. And then there's a sliding, there's a scale uh, depending upon the sex of the animal uh -huh. and what an animal is, a cat or a dog. Right. And it runs from 50 pesos to 500 pesos, mm -hmm. meaning $2.50 to $25 for sterilization okay. with absorbable sutures right. so that you don't have to come back. That's incredible. Super, super. So I'm going to ask you something that might be controversial with some people. Because um, I've heard of this from people. And coming from me um, and Rocio, we're on the side of we have 
two dogs, two cats, <laughs> right? We're definitely animal lovers and pet owners. But some people say, why are we spending so much time, energy, and money on animals when there's so many people that also need help? They do. The, the needs are great yeah. for both the animals and people. Mm -hmm. uh, but we don't see that there's any need to uh, discard animals simply because they were born. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's pretty simple. Well, and what I've thought about on this topic is that pets give back to humans in a way that you just can't truly appreciate unless you own pets. I am so glad right? that you said that. They give back more, just much more than you right. can possibly give them. You just think about um, in the U.S. Uh, soldiers with PTSD, right? right? And therapy dogs, dogs that are given to uh, people with emotional issues, right. um, physical issues, right? Yes. And so these are um, these are real gifts from like God in terms of uh, the four-legged critters. And I gotta say, the in my experience, the 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 animals know how lucky they are to have been plucked uh -huh. from the streets, from the shelter, and they are loyal and grateful and loving and it's pretty amazing. More, I, more. I myself have three dogs and two cats, <laughs> uh, all from the streets. Amazing. Well, they're more loyal than us humans. Well, there you go. Right? <laughs> it, it's true. Yeah. No back talk. No. No. <laughs> just kisses, licks, and you know. Basically, that's it. And they and they just so are so happy to see you, and um, they want nothing more than your affection and oh, some food. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Shiri, are we missing anything that you want to mention to everyone out there about the Humane Society? Um, let's see. We really would love for those of you who are coming down here, whether it is for a week or for a month or for a year, to please become involved. Um, the Humane Society facility is very close to downtown Cabo San Lucas. Mm -hmm. And now with the highway, no more than a half an hour in, from anywhere yeah. in Los Cabos. And how do people get in touch with the Humane Society? You guys are on all the social platforms. We are right? on social media, uh, Los Cabos Humane Society on Facebook mm -hmm. and Instagram. And our website is loscaboshumanesociety.org. Org, mm -hmm. And we have all of the information about volunteer opportunities on our website. We also have listings and um, pictures of all of the adoptable pets mm -hmm. and all of the pets that have been adopted. Is that right? Yes. So what is 30 years? How many adoptions oh have my taken God. place? I, the, the the records that we have started in 2018 as far as getting on the website. Uh -huh. So we have, since 2018, and of course COVID came uh -huh. in there, so that kind of hurt us. We, at this point, are tracking at 
two and a half adoptions a week. Okay. That's that's incredible because right. previously, without the promotion, uh, yep. it, it just didn't happen. So we're hoping to increase that. We would love for people to come in. We are open Mondays through Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. with dog walking from 8 to 10 and 5 to 6 p.m. because of the heat mm-hmm. and cat loving any time and Sundays from 8.30 to 1. So I encourage everybody, all of the animal lovers out there to please come and visit us. Because the reality, Sherry, is that if more people were adopting and more people were giving, you could actually place a lot more A lot more. That is the key. That is the key. We could turn over more. Mm -hmm. And the adoption requisites are also on our website. Uh, We don't just give animals away we don't do you that you check the absolutely where, the home they're going to yes yep. you have to. <laughs> we have to we have to do that but it, that's exactly right the more we can adopt the the more we can take in the more mm-hmm. we can save and that's what we want to do we want to save them all yeah well thanks for everything that you're doing and everyone else that's volunteering at the humane society And we look forward to a long working relationship together. Nick, thank you so much for inviting me here. I really appreciate it. And um, next time we'll get Barbara to come out and talk with us as well. Thank you so much. Our pleasure. And everyone, until the next one, bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Nick Fong Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Ronaval Real Estate. And follow Nick on Instagram at NickFong underscore Ronaval. Ready to find your Baja dream home? Check out the latest property listings at Ronaval.com or findmexicohouses.com. Hasta luego.